This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Do you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. For the first time, we're here on video. Uh, it's a Science Fictionary Podcast. Presented by the sciencefictionary.com. I'm here tonight with Marisha. Hello. And David. Hey, everybody. This is our WandaVision reaction show, and we are going to talk about episode six of WandaVision. In a spoilery manner. Very, very spoilery. So spoilery. if you haven't seen it yet, turn around now uh, because we're going to talk about spoilers. We're also going to talk about things we think are happening because what's the fun in talking about WandaVision if you don't talk about all the things you think are happening that they're probably just playing with your head. They know, though. They know they're playing with their heads. They do. It's been very intentional. This episode is telling us that in the episodes. Yep. Yeah. This episode has completely flipped on on its head what I thought was happening. So there's some things that it flipped on its head. Like now, I'm really unsure about Agnes. I've been convinced, That's, like yeah. 100% convinced, that Agnes. I still think she's going to be somebody that we're supposed to know when it's all said and done. But after the little incident with her and Vision, I'm, I'm a lot less convinced that she's actually the one pulling the strings now. Yeah, either she's acting uh, for Vision's sake or she really is under Wanda's control and she's a victim just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but overall, what did y'all think of this episode? Another fantastic episode. Mm -hmm. So really much is. fun. I feel like they just kind of keep upping the ante. Yeah, it's I mean... It's a very well-paced show. It is, and they keep... It, they're doing exactly what I said they needed to do when we recorded our first show. They've got to give us answers, and they're doing that. They keep giving us answers, but they also keep going further down the rabbit hole at the same time. So... It's every time we find out an answer to something, it just takes us deeper down the hole. It's like lost. It's like lost, but they are telling us things. They're yeah, it's us lost. Answers. Good. It's it's like lost <laughs> wanted to be so badly. Um, I mean, I don't know how long this sort of thing is sustainable, mm -hmm. which it doesn't have to be. They've only right. got to get through three more episodes, right. which I'm hearing. I heard somewhere today that they said the last three episodes are an hour each. That's yeah, I mean, according I to the so. internet, Kevin Feige says now. I didn't. See, that's the, that's the thing. I saw where on on the internet, I've seen several people saying that Kevin Feige has said. I haven't actually found where he said that. Right. But it makes sense mm -hmm. that when we get as we get down towards the end here, they're going to get a little bigger. Um, I didn't expect the last three. I figured the last two would be longer. I didn't necessarily figure the last three, but that's awesome. The more of it we get, the better. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just a lot of cool stuff. I mean, what did y'all think about the 90s theme? Uh, it was great. Uh, I don't know. So I, this was obviously like spoofing Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. Uh, that's a 2000s thing. So kind of skip the 90s, I guess. Well, but... 
What year did Malcolm in the Middle? It was two thousand and two thousand six. Really? Was it? Okay. Well, you know, the the thing is, like, the thing that they did with the eighties, they did also kind of cover, like, Growing Pains was on in the nineties. Like, some of the things that they did, you know, Full House was on in the nineties. So they kind of did the eighties and the nineties, maybe kind of together. I, I think there might have been a little overlap with some of it, but. I mean, they definitely went for a Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Look. But Malcolm, there were plenty of shows in the 80s that it was also riffing like on. Um, and it, it was definitely, and, and the breaking the fourth wall, the, the whole Malcolm in the Middle, the kids breaking the fourth wall, there were a lot of yeah. shows like Saved by the Bell and some other shows that did that a lot in the that's, 90s as that's well. That's a good point. I got a very Malcolm in the Middle feel off of it, though. But Oh, no, the intro no, was I mean, definitely was Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah, it was it was still so much fun. I, I love every episode. It it, it keeps me so um, excited to watch it because I know it's going to be different from from what was last time. I loved Evan Peters in this episode, and I really wasn't sure yes. how much of a role he was going to have. Yeah. Like, I, it could have just been a cameo. Mm -hmm. He could have showed up at the beginning of this one, said a couple things, and left. But no, he's part of the family now. He's he's moved in like Uncle Joey. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Right. It, it, it's it's hilarious to me. Like I, I love it. I love his dynamic with the kids. You know, he is the funny sitcom uncle. Mm -hmm. Um, him and Wanda have so much chemistry. Yeah. Uh, much. I mean, to be fair to Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, it's not like we got to see them together a whole lot in Age of Ultron. Right. But mm -hmm. already, I, I get this real, really warm, nice brotherly sister vibe between these two and not in a creepy way. Um, like, so in the ultimate comics, if you didn't know Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are like actually sleeping together. They are twins, but they have a sexual relationship and it's really gross and weird. Obviously also Wolverine's their dad and he approves of it. It's really weird. And to be honest, in age of Ultron, that's kind of the vibe I got from Pietro, like, like a really overbearing and creepy. But in this one, it's just a nice, he's just a nice brother who cares about his sister. And they have a really, really good connection. Even though they're not actually the same, like, it's obvious that Quicksilver has different memories mm -hmm. from what Wanda has. Right. I think. And so they're not each other's brother and sister. But they kind of are, so it's it's really it's really well, complex. It, that's kind of confusing though, because she sees him for a moment with the bullet wounds from Ultron. Yeah, and he mentioned that he was getting shot in the street like a chump, and then he came. So, so it's what like, is it? I don't know. Right. Well, that's the thing. It appears that he is our MCU version of Quicksilver, but the mystery is why is his face different? Well, but he and also but David what happened Wright, to his accent? Like he seems to have some different memories. Like, cause he's talking about things and she's like giving them the like that's not the way I remember it kind of number. Right. So she says the same thing and he's like, You're testing me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's a mix of both. I was talking with uh our fellow co-host Daniel about it earlier today, and um I guess the way after working it out, the way I interpreted it is the memories that he has of getting shot in the street and whatever i think that's what's been implanted i think that is wanda implanting that and because that's what she remembers and whenever she sees him all shot up i think that's just what i don't think that's meant to be actually like quicksilver's body that she's like seeing um 
So you don't think saw vision like that. So I don't know. Yeah. So you don't think we've got a dead body running around? No, because where would it come from? She she had to go get Vision's body. Yeah. Yeah, but he's so fast because he says that's true. That's the because he's you know he's like I remember you know I, I will that first thing uh last thing I knew I was getting shot in the back like a chump and then I heard you calling me so I'm here. Yeah. But how? But I mean, if he's dead, you don't just get up and come because somebody calls you if you're dead. But what if she's affecting things outside of the hex? Well, that's I guess that's the question. But but then why does he, he have different memories? If it is what is it? Right. The thing is, is I think someone else sent him. Because in last episode, she said it. I believed her. Whenever the doorbell rang, she told Vision like, "I didn't do that. I'm not trying to get out of this." And I'm I'm inclined to believe her. Yeah, well, that's the same thing I believe. I, I don't think that I don't think she did it. I, I do think there's still somebody else involved, and I think that shows in whatever's happening with her and the twins because clearly she can't control Pietro or Vision or the twins. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and whether that's because of all of their powers stemming from the same source as hers. Or, or something else, or whether it's someone else is pulling the strings with them. I don't know, but there, there's something else going on there. But there's a lot of cool things in the background, 90s references. I don't know if y'all noticed the theater in the background during the, the fair kind of thing. The uh, They had the Incredibles and the Parent Trap playing at the <laughs> movie theater. I didn't notice that, but that's awesome. That's funny. Um, the Incredibles didn't come out till like 2003. Right. Like yeah. That. I mean, the Incredibles were a little later, but I mean, you've got both a story about twins and a story about a family of superheroes. Yeah. So, yeah. 90s are, I, I do think they're kind of blurring the line because I think that starting next week, I think things are coming to a head. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, I mean, we obviously are getting to the point where we're fixing to have to quit jumping through decades. We're, right. we're fixing to be up. So, I, I kind of think we might already be there and we, kind of overlapped the 90s and the 2000s into one episode. Yeah. Um, Kevin Feige... Go ahead. Kevin Feige said there's going to be an Office episode uh, soon, which is like the most incredible thing, Mm -hmm. especially because we have Randall Park there. Well, that also... (laughs) Okay, so that's my next question. Is it possible we get both gems next week? Yeah, Monica says she has a contact they're going to meet. There's a lot of rumors that it's John Krasinski's Reed Richards. <laughs> we get both gems. I we're don't know. Find I mean, out. We're gonna find. I mean, they didn't just na- they didn't just drop that they're going to go meet an aerospace engineer on accident. On accident. Mm-hmm. They've left that hanging over our heads for a couple of weeks now, and we're going to meet him next week. And so, I mean, how many options are there that we would know? Reed Richards and what Blue Marvel maybe? A Blue Marvel is, is the one that I've seen thrown out also. Um, I feel like that's more likely, but I mean they brought in at, literally they could do anything at this point. I wouldn't be surprised because right. also they've made it clear that these shows are not going to be lower class. They they are not going to be afraid to debut big deal characters on these shows. Absolutely. 
So yeah, I'm I'm holding out hope that it's Reed Richards, whether it be John Krasinski or not. I'm still hoping for John Krasinski. Um, yeah. Now we talked about something. I mentioned something last week, and I, I think that nobody was really on board with it. That could uh, Monica Rambo get her powers in this show? And obviously, it would her powers would come from a different source than they did in the comics coming from really the wrong stone. But we got that line about DNA being rewritten by the hex. Which yeah. I really feel like, I feel like I'm one step closer. Like months ago, when we saw the first trailer for this show, I really thought they were going to create mutants in this show. Yeah. You did, and, and it's looking we're like one it. step closer to that happening. We got Wiccan and Speed. They got their powers, and they were now. Here's the thing about that, though: they weren't actually born because uh, a lot of people are. Uh, there's a lot of talk around. It's like, oh, they were, they were born and they had these powers. They weren't. They were. We saw a scene of them being born, but the way I interpreted it was that was just Wanda making that happen for the narrative. She could have just conjured them, uh, right. the way I saw it, and so. And they've been conjured by the magic, and that's where the powers are coming from. But you can still interpret it as they are they are mutants. They are mutants. And you're right, Monica Rambo's DNA is being messed with. On it's her like they wouldn't have told us that for no reason. I think that's definitely how she's going to get her powers. I think that's 100 percent it. Now, is it going to be that she's a mutant, and they're going to call it that and say that there are mutants in the world now? I have no idea. Um, I don't know how I'd feel about that. But then again. Ever since Disney acquired Fox, we've been talking about, like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. That's kind of weird because there really is no perfect answer. The perfect answer would have been they would have had them in the first place and could have just had mutants from the beginning. But that's not the case, so they have to do something. Yeah. There is no perfect answer. Right. And I think the way they probably play that, if that's the route they're going here, is that there's already a dormant X gene in the human population. And yeah. that maybe whatever she does activates it. it. Mm-hmm. So, because that's more likely, because I do think that it's very possible. We saw her grow the hex. At that's the end true. Of episode, and Which is terrifying. It is. But the thought that she could grow it or something could happen at the end of the show that could encompass the planet. Huh. Holy crap. Yeah, I mean, Wanda's scary, man. Her power is unbelievable. I this this whole series has been like pretty spooky uh, when you really look at. It. I mean, it's been fun and jokey, but like there's like this really really dark undertone. Um, oh my god, the scene of Vision trying to crawl out from the hex that was that was hard to watch. Like that was yeah. horrifying, and he's getting ripped apart because obviously, like what's all, everything that makes him alive is what Wanda conjured so it's getting sucked back in so Mm -hmm. i think what was obviously happening was the only parts of him that were being left were the husk Mm -hmm. so it also shows that that yeah vision's actual husk of a body is just walking around uh walking around westview and dark she's screaming like help him and they're not uh, as we find out later they're just a bunch of clowns which I loved that they all got turned into clowns. Well, they were in tents you know, a... and everything. So it like turned into a circus, which is amazing. It's so smart. So smart. Uh, 
And I love all the agents being clowns. Because I'm watching this and I'm like, you guys are a bunch of idiot clowns. No idea what you're doing. Take her out. Really? You think that's what you want to do? You think that's the best solution here? Yeah, Sword comes across as a little incompetent here. Mm -hmm. Um, They're Mm -hmm. kind of like, at this point, they're kind of a wannabe shield. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm sure is sort of the point. Um, Especially after like Monica Rambo and Monica's mom were the two people who were probably like making shield not garbage and they were gone for five years well Monica Rambo was gone for five years and her mom died so no I did like the scene though where he was like you have no idea what it was like when half of the agency just disappeared Mm -hmm. like the the things we had to do to keep the lights on uh because there was no shield during that time so or if there was it was very small thing Mm -hmm. so that does make me at least kind of understand where they're coming from. I still think they're a bunch of clowns, but mm-hmm. I do think that was very cool. Yeah, the scene where I kind of understand why they're doing what they're doing and, and why he feels like he just has to shoot her. It's dumb. And Monica's right. It's like, do you really think you have, any, you're going to send a missile after her, a missile mm-hmm. that might as well be a nerf dart. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's it's kind of it kind of makes you wonder what exactly is going on with him. I mean, at what point does he decide the collateral damage is worth dropping a nuke on her? Because, I mean, he's that kind of person from what yeah. we're seeing. And, and, and he out, he knows a lot more than what he's letting on because Darcy was saying that she's so close. Like she, there, she couldn't get past that last firewall and there's something there like he knows more than he's letting on. Yeah. Um, and that's why Darcy stayed behind to try to figure that out. But now, of course, she's sucked into Westview. Probably going to be a waitress. Probably so. It would, I mean, it would be hilarious. disappointing if she wasn't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it would. Um, but yeah, it is really scary that she expanded it and it kept going. And you're right, like it could take over the whole world. Like, There's no limits to her power and she's insane. She has yeah. snapped. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, we go back and forth of how much does she know what she's doing? She clearly knows what she's doing, but like she kind of mentions in this one, it's like, I don't really know how this started. Mm-hmm. Like she knows what she's doing now, but she doesn't really know. Like there's some, there's some missing time or something. It's almost like she woke up and she had done this in her sleep. It's, it's almost like the, the feeling I get. And I mean, once you're in the middle of it now, what do you do? Just shut well, it down. Well, you know, if you woke up and you had your perfect life all of a sudden. Right. Like, would you turn it off? Right. That's true. And and, That's true. I, it, and she clearly is also grappling with the moral implications of what's going on. She's asking Pietro, you know, like, I mean, do you think it's wrong? Like, you, you don't think that I'm doing something yeah. wrong? You know, because clearly she's kind of feeling that way. Um, But I'm really wondering, like, I can't decide if um, if he's innocuous or not. Like, he's asking a lot of questions that make me wonder if he's a plant of some kind. I mean, I, like I said, there's still somebody here that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mephisto can appear any way he wants, right? What if what if Mephisto is Quicksilver? Well, what if what if you know he has assumed this 
persona. Persona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within, you know, within uh, the hack. Yeah, what if he took on a persona of his own so that he can mm-hmm. talk to her? I, yeah, I do, I do think you'll be a, no, no, Yeah, that's true. But also, okay, so they established that um, Sword Agent Guy, what's his name again? He's so irrelevant Hayward. as a human being that I don't remember. Hayward. Hayward. Tyler Hayward. He, the director. Huh? Hayward. The director. Hayward. I was thinking Henry. Yeah, Hayward. Liter- yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hayward. Um, he discovered a way into the hex. He discovered a way in. That's where they're going. That's where Monica's headed to. And there's something that Darcy couldn't figure out. She, she didn't know what was going on. She had to get past that f- last firewall. There's something more to this. And somebody sent Quicksilver. What if, what if he got Quicksilver's corpse? What, what right. if he had access to that? Just the vision's body and he sent it in. Knowing that it would get reanimated once it entered the hex, or maybe they have some wow. kind of alien technology. Like literally, the possibilities are endless at this point because yeah. there's so much like space technology and and all mm-hmm. that crap that like, I mean, they brought Coulson back from the dead, like, and that was right. like ten years ago before we even knew all this stuff. So what if he sent mm-hmm. in? What if what if he's a plant? What if he sent in? They, that's pretty evil. He sent in her brother's actual lifeless bullet sponge body into the hex. And is now using him as a plant. Um, yeah, like he went and got it and and threw it in. That would be now, and, and through yeah. the entrance. And that's like the secret. Right. Now she does turn on Quicksilver pretty brutally when he. Yeah. When when he I mean he does nothing but tell the truth about what's happening, but it's like he knows everything. Like he knows there's not really an explanation to why he knows everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. fully aware of everything that's going on, including the fact that vision is dead. Yeah. Which if he's, uh, Evan Peters Quicksilver from the Fox universe, <laughs> how would he even know anything about vision or what, you know? So. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. There's so many questions. I mean, I feel like this podcast is just being us being like, I mean, yeah, but because we don't know, we have no idea. <laughs> there's, there's no what way are we supposed to say. Uh, but there's, there's, there's so much cool stuff, and it's like there's no way to distinguish between what's just a cool nod to the mm-hmm. comics and, and what's important. And what's important. There's, there's no way to know. And you know, ten years ago, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, like, you know, my theory. We both told you to go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really thought that Vision was still going to be viable outside the hex. Like, I really thought that she had conjured him up effectively enough, or maybe if they stayed there long enough, that that he would be viable outside the hex. So it kind of... Yeah, it's still hard to know, though, because he never fully made it out. It was stretching with him and pulling him back. And so, I mean, at this point, we really have to assume that you can't leave. And I mean, we talk about all the people, the closer you get to the edge, the people that are moving slower and slower, the closer to the edge they get. Is it closer um, to the edge or farther from her? Well, I don't know. It's the same thing at this point. So um, I would assume, I mean, is it a time dilation or what's happening there where people are barely moving as they are out towards the edges of the town and 
he goes out, it's riveting back in. But at this point, the only people we've seen leave are her and someone she threw out. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know how much power anybody but her has to leave. So yeah, either it's Vision couldn't leave because he's dead unless he's inside the inside the hex, or literally nobody can leave and they're getting uh, pulled back in like that. Um, Which is a horrifying thing to think about. That imagine you're a person trying to leave, and your flesh is getting ripped off of you. I mean, at least with Vision, it was like robot parts. Mm -hmm. But Jesus. Um, But you know, ten years ago watching anything in the MCU, if there's a little reference, I'm going to think it's just a fun comic book reference. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, yeah. oh, that's that's cute. They talked about that because that's what they would do. They'd be like, yeah, that's cute, but we're never, never going to do that. I mean, we're not going to do that, though, but we can joke about it. Right. But now, they will do anything. Literally, with Evan Peters showing up, and it's such a small thing, having an actor from... But with Evan Peters, it's it's... Pandora's box is completely open. They can do anything. And also, they're so successful. And Kevin Feige, he's such an absolute mad lad that he'll just... I, I could see him being like, oh, we're going to do that now because I want to. Right. Wh- whatever. We're going to do whatever we want. What are we going to do? Not make a million dollars? We're going to make a million dollars. They could. We could put a movie... We can make a movie about Squirrel Girl and make a billion. So we can do whatever we want. Yeah. And so literally anything could be anything. Yeah, any I mean- Any little reference could be something huge. It does make me really excited to see the fact that they're they've reached this point with the MCU where they're sort of fearless with mm-hmm. like just put it up there, yeah. you know, it, make it, a Shang Chi movie, and, <laughs> right? And we're but I'm loving this like slow transition from a sitcom, the first two episodes as just a sitcom, into this horror story. Yep. And the fact that they're embracing these horror elements. Twilight really Zone me, type crap. Yeah. And it makes me real. The fact that they're embracing the horror elements makes me really, really excited to see what they're going to let Sam Raimi do. Yeah. He's doing yeah. That's true. Train, right? Yeah. And I, I do think, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, I, I'm assuming that this is going to carry over to whatever's happening here will carry over to Doctor Strange. There's one more little thing that might just be a weird Easter egg, but it's a weird place to put a weird Easter egg. Uh, did you see the part, the poster for Darcy? That they dropped earlier. The poster? No, I didn't see it. So they've got a poster. They're like the posters no, they've been I didn't doing see that. The, the TVs. And she has a jacket on in that so, so basically, they frame them behind a TV set in the posters, and they look like they're sitcom characters, except the part that's in the TV is their superhero, you know, so you see Vision or Scarlet Witch in the part that's in the yeah. TV. And with Darcy, they did one, and she has some symbols on her jacket that are... That, yeah. That are... The only place I could find them, this is a character I really don't know much about, uh, is Robert Minoru um, from Pride. She's wearing the same symbols as a sorcerer from the comics on her jacket. And it's from from what? Uh, it's uh, a member of Pr- the Pride. Uh, I think that's Runaways, right? Yeah. Um, 
vaguely remember Runaways. Uh, don't remember seeing those symbols, but I'll take your word for that. Yeah, so... Okay. I just saw several people. It's a character I know nothing about, so I'm not going to comment on it a whole lot because I don't know anything about the character. But somebody had posted a picture, and it's definitely the symbols that are on her jacket. I have no idea what it means mm-hmm. or if it's just a cool little Easter egg, but it seems like a weird place to put an Easter egg. Yeah, I mean, it's going to mean something. When she shows up in it, she's going to be wearing that, I think. Yeah. Or wait, maybe not, actually, because that's supposed to be... I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what any of it means. It'd be weird to put it there if it didn't mean it. You're right. It's a very weird place for an Easter egg, and it's a very specific symbol. It's not just like... Like a fun swirly thing. It's, it's right. something very it's specific. Very specific so. and it's very obscure. Um, I've only seen like a couple of people mention it, but it, it is worth mentioning. The fact, and, you know, and yeah. it, it may just be an Easter egg. It may just be made to make people like us talk about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, overall, I, I love the episode. I can't wait to see where they're going next. It gets increasingly frustrating when that please stand by comes up at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, because it's like every time you feel like you're fixing to get some real answers, the episode ends. Yeah. And that's it, the real uh, villain of, of uh, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please stand by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to see where they're going with it. Um, most my big theory still holds true. I think what's happening here has something to do with mutants. It might not be directly, but I do think something's going on here. If it's not mutants, then we're at the very least going to see some other heroes mm-hmm. get their powers here. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 still, I still believe that. Um, Monica yeah. Rambo's walking out of this show with, with, with superpowers. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it seems to be, because they, they seem to think that actually going through the barrier is what's affecting it. They said... She specifically said, you, you've had your genetic code changed twice when you went through when you came out. Um, so it, it also begs the question, is that what is altered her or was it just being in there at all? And was Darcy just wrong? All right. We will find out, I guess. They'll tell us eventually. But do y'all have any thoughts, any, any predictions for next week before we wrap up? It's going to get weirder. I think by the end of the show, we're also going to see Aaron Taylor Johnson. I feel like we're going to see him too. Oh yeah, kick. There's that kick-ass reference. That was fun. This episode, yeah, the right. Kick-ass reference. You know, they both Evan Peters and Aaron Taylor Johnson were in it. I think that we're probably going to see him show up, and that's going to be like a breaking. That's going to be another thing that snaps, and it's going to drive her crazy in there to be like, wait, now, now there's both of you here. What's going on? I just feel like, I, why not bring back Aaron Taylor Johnson? Does he not want to do it? I don't know. That's just yeah. a small prediction. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. And I think we're down to the last three episodes. So I do think we start getting real answers um, next week. Um, if they are each going to be one hour, though, we're only halfway into this. That's true. And there's still a lot of story to tell if if oh my God. all the rest of the episodes are going to be twice as long. That's very true. But oh things do God. have to, like... I don't see any way things don't begin seriously ramping up yeah. beyond here. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. It's fun stuff. All right. Anybody got any last thoughts before we sign off? 
think I'm talked out on the subject. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Science well, Dictionary. I, I mean, that's the thing. We could talk about it forever, but it's just like, yeah. exactly. again, so I'm gonna at stop some point, now. we're just like rambling because we don't know. Yeah. It's frustrating because it's, yeah. it's so hard. I mean, some of my early predictions still hold, but the number of predictions I've had throughout the season that I feel like are dead now is mm-hmm. kind of crazy. I, I am excited that my big prediction from before the show started seems to still be holding up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But until next time, Marisha, where can people find you? You can find me on my website, princessesandpadawans.com. I am on Instagram at princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. And I am P Padawans on Twitter. All right, David. You guys can find me on Twitter at David underscore JG peoples. All right. And I'm Andrew Gore. You can find me running the Twitter account for this show at the science. No, you can find me running the Twitter account for this show at saw underscore fictionary. You can drop us a line at the sciencefictionary.com. As always, please check out our podcast as well as the rest of the Red 5 podcast family at red5network.com or at red5network on Twitter. And until next time, may the force be with you. 